It's the hour. I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And on today's show... Coming this fall, Law and Order, When Nature Calls, Bien Alorizen. Quick, is there a pilot on board? There's only a 66% chance. This just in, Dixie Chicks changed their name. Also, this just in, the Dixie Chicks are still a thing. AI actor can finally quit their job as an online Applebee's ordering system now that she's made her big break. Someone is stealing Crocs. Well, we know it isn't the Crocodile Hunter. Ooh, because he's dead now. He is and Little Caesars is using a surprising new ingredient in their hot and ratty pizza. Wait, did you say ready or ratty? I said ratty. Ready. Yeah. Hot and ready. Hot and ratty, yeah. No, are you saying ready or ratty? Uh, definitely ratty. Ratty. Like... I, so I'm, we're from the Midwest, so it's hot and ratty. <laughs> hot and ratty. But not hot and ready. We're just going to squeeze by there. So the guy, uh, right past he was a former... A former manager at a Little Caesars Pizza took some uh-huh. pictures, and it shows like rats swimming in like a bucket of pizza sauce, Ugh. which to me says okay, like it's supposed to be like oh no, Little Caesars is so gross. Like, dude, you're the manager. Yeah, do like, something about it. Yeah, if there I'll are rats. Well, I know some people who are like managers of uh, pizza places, and well, don't expect too much. <laughs> yeah, but. But they knew it was gross. That's the thing that gets me. They just well, knew it was disgusting. That's why, they, that's why they took the picture. Right. Maybe they're like, oh, it's so cute. I love rats. They're so adorable. <laughs> Look at that cute little Maybe rat. It was, it was his rat. And he brought it for the day because his name is Stuart Little. And, he, you know, it's his emotional support rat. <laughs> the it only was way allowed at work. It was. And he was. He was like, hey, how about you go in this old bin of sauce? Yeah. Do you think they used that sauce, or did he like take the rat out and was like, eh, "We'll just skim the top." <laughs> I think they probably used the sauce. Let's be honest. I I just wonder because then their customers might be like, "Wow, this pizza has flavor. What is that weird flavor?" <laughs> so the I'm issue was that. that the rat didn't have one of those little vests on that says "emotional support rat." You know. Mm. I think the other issue was he wasn't wearing a hairnet. <laughs> a fur net. <laughs> That's just a bag. <laughs> It's just in a mesh bag. I guess his tail could be out, but oh, that's oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, because rats don't have uh, hair on the tails. He's got to get one like you know when you go to the store and someone's got a big beard and so they have to have one on their beard too. He has one on his whiskers. It's got to be less than a quarter inch. So I think actually a rat would be okay because their fur is less than a quarter inch long, based on health code standards. I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, but like the Mylan Little Caesars is very good. It is, and Little Caesars is not. So someone should let them know. They can lower their standards. I'm saying, like, They fresh, don't have to try so hard. Fresh Little Caesars is good. Uh, hard disagree. I, I just, um, gosh, my friend, I'm visiting some friends in Alexandria, Virginia right now. A beautiful and, place. Yeah, one of my friends uh, said, and I don't remember where what the reference was, but Little Caesars is not the pizza you want, but it's the pizza you deserve. <laughs> That's appropriate. <laughs> appropriate did you know that uh my first big out-of-state trip was to washington dc to visit my uncle who lived in alexandria no way yep so the first time i like we'd gone to cedar point like that before and you know we went to new york to when i was really little for my great-grandparents funeral but i was like four uh but my first like i'm going somewhere we're gonna see things and do things uh was to visit my uncle in alexandria so wow. it was a good time. I didn't yeah. know your uncle was rich. <laughs> he, he, it wasn't an apartment. So oh, I, I didn't know your uncle was rich. <laughs> uh, it was, 
it was also the 90s so that's oh. like 30 years lower in real estate pricing yeah so, so i almost um got scared last night i went for a walk and uh huh? i went for there's the uh, alexandria national cemetery which is like mm-hmm. the precursor to the Arlington National Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, like when when Alexandria filled up, then that's when they made Arlington. Um, so mm-hmm. like all the all the well all the white people's graves are all lined up and stuff. Um, the black people's graves are you know hodgepodge, mm-hmm. um, you know because do of racism. You, so, do you know the history of the uh, Arlington National Cemetery? Uh, so I looked up uh, the Wikipedia article about the Alexandria National Cemetery, and it was like a paragraph, and I didn't read on. So Arlington, the the big house at the top of the hill there, used to be Robert E. Lee's house. Right. So, uh, and he married George Washington's like adopted granddaughter or something like that. Uh, that part's not really important, but it's a re- relative of George Washington, though not directly since they didn't have kids it was like a i don't know anyway uh Wait, George so and martha didn't have kids they did not really so there's this uh there's this really funny online thing with like old pictures of george and martha washington and they put captions on them which are all ridiculous it's like you know one is washington getting on his horse and martha's there and he's like i packed your lunch and he's like oh thanks and he's like i put fruit roll-ups in it and he's like oh yes <laughs> uh so it's all like things like that and then there's like this running joke about like George Washington always telling them not to let Martha near the children uh, because she'll want them. Oh, um, oh, yeah. But anyway, so the during the Civil War, the the guy who's kind of he, he's in charge of like trying to deal with the hospitals and you know all these dead soldiers that are coming around. Uh, he's like, all right, well, what do we do with them? And he was really, really, really pissed off at Robert E. Lee because he's like this fucking traitor. He was asked by lincoln to be the head of the union army and then he goes off and joins the rebellion oh i hate this guy so fucking much Mm -hmm. i'm going to bury every dead body in his fucking front yard so he can never come back (laughs) it was like a 100 percent like fuck you move wow so So. is there a chance that like our main founding father was infertile (laughs) i don't know maybe (laughs) he didn't have kids i mean to be fair he was also like out and about a lot I mean, you Fighting can still bump uglies. A... Like, it only takes, what, 20 seconds for us? Yeah, but if you're never home. 20 seconds, like could, Jason. Not like he could hop on the, the Amtrak and make his way from Valley Forge for some warm, sweet loving with Martha. Um, it's I called, mean, at that point, I think he's pretty old. But It's yeah. called the Metro here, okay? I know it's the Metro. Not there. the Amtrak. Uh, well, the Amtrak is not going, the Metro is not going to get you to Valley Forge, which is in like Pennsylvania. Okay. So you'd have to get on the Amtrak, get the Acela. Just saying. Okay. But yes, maybe he was infertile. I don't know. Maybe he was gay. Oh, shit. Yeah. Though that was like a, there's some different opinions on that period back then, but whatever. Well, yeah, we'll just leave us hanging. No, like no, how Martha like... did George. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. Maybe, maybe she was gay. Ooh, maybe. I have she trouble like, telling. She was like, no, thank you. <laughs> maybe she just wasn't into powdered wigs. Maybe she just wasn't into dick. Let's be honest. <laughs> that could be. So, Jason, how was your week? Uh, you know, I'm very psyched today because uh, it's the last day of the month. 
Yeah. And I know you have an Apple Watch. I and do. And every month they give you a challenge, right? Yeah. And my challenge this, this month was not impossible, but also wasn't the easiest thing in the world. Uh, I, I had to log 157 miles over the month of June. Like for what? Driving? Walking. Fuck. That yeah, sounds that's horrible. A, that's a lot. Yeah. And so, you know, at the beginning, it was it was a reasonable amount. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I could do this. I just got to keep it up. But as you know, my treadmill broke. Mm-hmm. And so my, my daily Which, by walk, the way, that's what George said to Martha. I can do this. I just got to keep it up. <laughs> the uh, the Washington Monument uh, is kind of a dig at him. Martha was like, I want something big and strong and tall and long that's hard and never goes down. It's big Unlike and white George. and erect and giant. <laughs> Unlike George. And he was like, fuck you, bitch. Did you know that he had wooden false dicks? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> So you're, you know, you got your uh, your challenge, your monthly challenge. I did. So I got it like 15 minutes before we started record, recording. Nice. So because so once my treadmill broke, I wasn't getting enough, and so by the very end, it was like you're gonna have to walk like nine miles a day to make this thing, and I was like, fuck you, fine, I will. Really? So I, so I did. So you're actually motivated by goals. Uh, sometimes, like so, I've. It's been like. 16 months or something since I've missed one of my challenges. Incidentally, it was a similar 100 and whatever miles per month thing, and I just couldn't do it because it was during uh, grad school and everything was nuts. And I was like, this is not going to happen. I can't, I, I have to sit and read and I can't walk enough. So, uh, yeah. so yes, it is somewhat motivating to like, I'm trying to keep up the um, streak. I guess. Yeah, and I think I've mentioned this on the show before where I'd wake up in the morning and it would be like, Jason completed a 25-mile workout or whatever. And I was like, fuck you, watch. (laughs) Don't tell me that now. I just woke up. Hashtag no filter. It's like, hey, hey, this fucker can do it. Get get your ass up. Also, Uh, like, I see see goals, like, in challenges as, like, a challenge to not do that thing. Like, I challenge you to walk a mile every day. Like, I challenge you to suck this dick. (laughs) I'm not walking a mile. Fuck you. So the other thing today, uh, as you as we, I've mentioned before, also, we're looking at a new roof. Right. And so right. we had we had some quotes come out and some guy showed up on our door yesterday. He's like, hey, we're doing some uh, work on your neighbor, such and such. I'm like, I don't fucking know these people's names. You don't stop telling me this. I don't care. Right. Just say like Bob and Susie. I don't know. And they assume that you talk to your neighbors. Exactly. And he's like, oh, they're over on a bickety burp boop road. And I'm like, cool. I don't I don't know who they are. You can stop trying to tell me who they are. I don't know. And he's like, you know, we're going to be out there tomorrow. Would you like a free estimate? And I was like, fine. Fine. We already have two, a few estimates. What's another one? Give, give me another one just so we can see. Yeah. No big... uh, and usually my policy is if you knock on my door, no, go away. I'm not going to buy anything oh. from you if you knock on my door. I just don't answer the door. Oftentimes I don't, but unfortunately, he could see that I was home, <laughs> which, which, by the way, has not stopped me in the past. Right. Just like, I clearly know that you're there. I'm not coming. So so were you like a cat where the doorbell rang and you like faced him and immediately ran? 
<laughs> but he yes. could still see you running. <laughs> it, it was. And I wasn't wearing pants, so he got a good look at my butthole, just like a cat. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Got to put I'm, that I'm tail get one of those things. Yeah, I was going to get one of those things that you hang on your tail so it hides your butthole. <laughs> I, you know, I tried looking for those enough, recently because so. I was going to buy them for my friends that I'm visiting, actually. Uh, the little butthole charms. Mm-hmm. And I could not find them. I don't think they sell them anymore. So, anyway, hi, everybody. I'm Jeff, and I'm starting my own butthole charm business for humans. <laughs> well, there you go. Except um, for there's no tail to hang it from, so I guess it's stick just it decorative butt plugs? Yeah, and which they make. Well, there you go. Yeah. So you've invented something they already make. Good job. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to improve on it, you know. Oh, well, there you go. That's how it works. You yeah. just do a little bit better than the last person. Exactly, Seth. So I decide to let them come. The guy shows up today. He comes out, and he's giving me the whole spiel. Sure. Incidentally, the guy takes fucking two hours to do this shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, way too long. Like, part of it was him was he was up in the attic, which he, interestingly enough, uh, found some dead birds up there. Oh. <laughs> he took pictures for me. He's like, look, I found there's three up there. They're just skeletons now, so they've been there quite some time. Nice. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, and he's like, it's, it's, you know, whatever. Uh, so part of it was that, but... Shortly after he got there, the dogs were like, and, you know, I'm not letting him in my house. Because, Naturally. Yeah. Uh, so we're out on the front and they can, the dogs can see us. And so I go inside and I put the dogs in the garage for a few minutes until I come back in so I can, you know, hear what he's having to say. So he can say, oh, I'm going to go look up on the roof and, you know, do this and I'll come back in a few minutes, whatever. Uh, around the same time, my wife is taking our daughter to go swimming at her grandma's. Okay. And she opens the garage door, and one of our dogs comes in. But our other dog, the littler one, does not come in. And my wife didn't notice. She thought he just, you know, both of them came in together. So she opens the garage door, pulls out. And as she's pulling out, I see her pulling out in the car and the dog right next to the car. And I'm like, shit, the dog's out. Oh, no. She's a runner. She is a runner. You've been there. and. Like, if you were here, you would have gotten down. She would have run right to you and been like, oh, Jeff, it's you. I love you right. so much. And then peed right on me. Exactly. As is tradition. And, <laughs> but because it's me and Becky and some guy here to check our roof, she's like, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Yeah. And so she goes running. And we go trying to catch her. And I and was she, running. She, oh, she forced gumped the whole fucking thing. <laughs> and so she, she gets to the end of our street, hangs a left. Goes down the end of that street, which, like, there's a cul-de-sac way down there. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, this is fine. She's not going in anyone's backyard, so she's going to, like, go around the cul-de-sac. And so if I'm on one side and Becky's on the other, we can kind of trap her because she'll, she'll have to run toward one of us. Sure. Uh, but there's also a nature path back over there. Oh, right, And right, she's like, right. oh, I'm going to take this nature path. And that nature path loops right around to a very large road, like a very busy road. Yeah. Like, not a subdivision road, one of the main roads uh, to get around. And so she she goes out that road, and I'm like, oh, fuck, she's going to get hit by a car. She's going to die right here because she's too, like, she has no notice of any kind of cars or anything like that. Right. And by the way, at this point, I'm like, you need to go back, Becky, because our kid is in the car, which is, you know, on in our driveway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in fucking flip-flops, so my feet are not designed to be dealing with this distance. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and the fucking 
roof guy is with me. He's like, I'm going to help you. Like, he, he's younger than, I, I would say he's probably like upper 20s. Okay. And so we're now chasing this dog. She crosses this very busy road three times and by almost the way, gets hit. The roof guy just wants to make a sale. He, I mean, and he's he's chasing this fucking dog telling me he's like oh i had this dog you do the same like he's right. into this i'm like okay like i feel a little bit like i should go with your company because this is definitely not in your job description right. but you're like here for it uh, <laughs> and so she crosses back and forth a few times on this road he's there like you know there's a corner there like a curve and so he's kind of there so he can like let people know to slow down uh, so she almost bites it and then runs across the road again and is back next to that nature path, but there's like a fence there because there's someone yard, someone's yard. And so she's on the other side of the fence from the nature path and starts going behind this house. Ah, bad mistake because the house is fenced on three sides. Oh. I was like, to this time. So, so this guy, Kevin, is going against you know <laughs> the fence on that side and they're going to the backyard. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm going on the other side of this house. And so I come that side and she sees me and she's like, oh, fuck, where do I go? And so she starts headed toward the back and there's kind of some tall grass and she gets toward the fence line. She's like, oh, I'm going to run. And she like starts running and goes straight into the fence because apparently she can't see it. <laughs> so she, she runs, runs like head first through the fence. fence and then just basically sits down. It's like, wow. oh, you got me. <laughs> Thanks. And so this is like a mile and a half of running like from there and back. So that is part of the reason I feel that I, I made it today. Were you uh, wearing your watch? I was definitely wearing my nice. watch and flip. So I think I may have some blisters on the bottom of my feet. Really? Incidentally, we're not going with that company because their quote was ridiculous. It was like five times more than the other two quotes we got. Well, they literally go the extra mile. <laughs> they, he did. He literally <laughs> the extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> he even like we're walking back. He's like, if it gets too, if she's too heavy, you know, I'll take a turn. No big deal. I'll carry her. And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, like, I feel like I should write his manager and be like look we're not going with you but kevin is fucking awesome like right he helped out he saved this dog's life you he guys did his due great. diligence for the sale and it's not his lack of sales uh you know skills it's the fact that you want like fifty thousand dollars so like <laughs> right right it, it's not it's not worth fifty thousand dollars for he's like you need a whole roofing system like it's really hot up there and like okay yeah our, our attic is hot but right not fifty thousand. I'll just drill some holes in the side of the wall or something like. Which kind of, yeah, it kind of is good that he chases dogs. A roofing system is like roof, roof. <laughs> That's why he was so into dogs. Right. He's not installing a meowing system. Is what I'm saying. So that was my crazy day. Wow. Uh, that was just today. To, that was just today, and that doesn't count. Like the so we're doing a bathroom remodel right oh. now as well. Which and bathroom? So before uh, so our upstairs, not the like our master bath, but the, like the other bath that the like the daughters use. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just very basic. It's got like linoleum and you know basic counter, that kind of stuff. And so we're gonna put down tile on the floor. Okay. Can so, I make a suggestion about this bathroom? Uh, oh, wow. Bathroom? Yes. Uh, tell I, me about this. Bathroom. Can I make a bathroom? A bathroom? About Your the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. Uh, you need an elongated toilet. That toilet so, seat is not big enough for my queen-sized ass. <laughs> Do you have the same problem with our main floor toilet? Uh, I don't think so. It's the same toilet. Really? It's the same it size? Is? It just seems You're, like I can't... our upstairs bathroom toilet taking a douche? Like, well, because you got to get away from people sometimes. Okay, you got to... 
And like, you know, my, sometimes you gotta, like, I really have to, <laughs> you know, you know that magic trick where the magician uh, stuffs the handkerchief into their hand? Uh, yeah. That's like my junk stuffing it into the toilet seat when I use the upstairs bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly so, like uh, that. So I assume then, you know, you pulling it out, it's just like, Woo! yeah, I pull it out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, so how was your week so i can't top that that's an incredible week however i am in alexandria virginia uh i'm at a friend's house it's it's great i'm using a new microphone this week it's, it's a road mic not a sponsor oh i think it sounds good however it, it does you sound very good thank you I, however there is some background noise because i'm in like uh they have a in their apartment they've got like a uh, I guess they would call it a sunroom, but it's like a glass sliding door that can close that has a window in it. Um, but that's also where their utility closet is. And so I think that's the air conditioning or the water heater or something running in the background. So your mic is too good. It's so good. Because so usually good. it's like when we record here in my basement and you're always like, oh, it's the sump pump. And then we listen and we're like, we never can hear the sump pump. <laughs> right, right. So like if you bring that over, we're going to hear the fucking sump pump all the time. Right. Well, Jeez. hopefully it, it is. So the microphone is kind of f facing that utility closet. Like maybe if I move. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so this was the one more. that has like a, like something about the direction. So it's supposed to black out things on the other side of it. Yes. Mm, it's is a cardioid pattern. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cardioid. Right. So it's not supposed to get stuff from the back, which it just did. But So does it do like, um, is it like, step training is it running mm -hmm. how does it get its cardio yeah uh it, it does the uh, the step aerobics from the 90s okay. Okay. oh okay like Tybo. no just step just step yeah no. so the other day we went to the beach which mm -hmm. i don't remember it's redondo beach that's not right that's not the right word it's up in um uh delaware i think mm, redondo rodi rodeo beach something anyway I've I'm, only I'm, driven through Delaware, so I'm sure I don't know. Joe Biden has been there. But it was a nice beach. It was very nice. The sand was nice. The water was nice. Whatever. They had lifeguards and stuff. It was a little crowded um, mm. for my taste, but everyone was keeping the social distance and stuff, and it was good. And um, the, I would say the mask – there was like a big boardwalk sort of downtown area. Mm -hmm. I'd say the mask wearing was about 80%, mm. uh, which is not great, but it's not terrible. Um but, I don't know what the outbreak in Delaware looks like. You don't hear you don't hear much about Delaware. You really don't. You hear about the big states, but not much about Delaware. I think it's about the same. So they had a a the day after we we were there, they had a testing event, and apparently they got a hundred new. Oh, listen to that silence. Very quiet. Yeah, they got a hundred new. Um, Corona case, like COVID nineteen cases from that testing event, but only because they're testing people that work at this very busy area. I think, so hmm. it's 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 all good. So we're we're keeping, uh, we're we're staying safe, and their building has like they live on the eleventh floor, and they've got elevators and stuff, and we wear masks in the building, but we take them off outside. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I worry about like is my travel irresponsible. But I think my travel is actually okay because we're taking the, the appropriate precautions 
for the coronavirus thing. I feel like at this point, I believe someone from the CDC, they released something saying that basically we're about at the point where this will no longer be manageable. Hmm. Like, it's so bad. We're just like, you might as well just fuck it. We'll do it live. Start spitting in each other's mouths. (laughs) <laughs> I, I believe that is what they're doing in Texas. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's from what I can tell. Yeah, uh, what the plan is. So we've. So um, the other who's thing your is, spit mouth part- partner? Everyone I can find. Anyone that has a mouth is my 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 person. And look, if you don't want to go out because of coronavirus, we can mail you spit in the mail. So it just <laughs> you open Actually, the box up and it just like shoots right out at you. That's true. You look a stamp. You look an envelope. Mailing spit in the mail. Basically, that's what happened to George Costanza's fiance. That's true. Yeah, poor Susan. She had she got corona. She did. She got corona and she died from, from the envelopes. So uh, on Friday, we're going to uh-huh. Old Town Alexandria, and we're going. Oh, it's so beautiful. We're going antiquing, which you know, right. Old Town has some good ass antiques, right? So the last time we were there. Uh, was for the second Obama inauguration. Oh, yeah. And Oh, those were the days. Those were oh. the days! <laughs> uh, you do know the other person in that song was super, super racist, right? <laughs> yeah, the other person is Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, was that Melania singing? Uh, so we, uh, we were there for the inauguration, and friend of the show tori uh, was with us and her her boyfriend's family lives down there and so we we got dinner with them uh, because we knew them as well since they were both in drama when we were running the boosters and all that kind of thing so we knew them and so we got dinner at this pizza place like way down at the end of i don't know i think it was like king street or something like that yeah yeah like you go down as far as you can, and there's this little pizza place. It was so good, and it was like a cute little area. It was just adorable. I want to go spend more time there, so I'm mildly jealous. And yes, there are great antique stores. It's a fantastic an area. You're gonna find you're gonna find George Washington's wooden <laughs> false dick. <laughs> well, because I'm a man, uh, uh, we're actually going mantiquing. Oh, mantiquing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Because it can't be antiquing because that's feminine and gay. And I'm a very masculine, straight man. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Did so, you know that George Washington's strap-on uh, false dick was also four-sided with a very pointy end? <laughs> I, I would hate to hear about the splinters that Martha got. <laughs> well, it got or damaged that, during an earthquake, so... Or that George got, let's be honest. <laughs> Martha wore them. <laughs> right, exactly. A little bit of pecking. That's why. That's why they didn't have kids. That's why. That's why. So that's happening. Um, that sounds my, very. My fun. friend Dave just made me chimichurri steak, and that like a big potato. It's fucking amazing, and I just I'm having a great time here. Delightful. Yeah. It sounds it's delicious. I love Virginia. You know I love Virginia. So. Do lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Delightful. So if you'd like to tell us about your travel plans. You can send comments and suggestions via email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Tweet us at thehourpod. Or you can follow us on Instagram and see Jeff's travels and him at the beach. Uh, if you follow uh, relevant underscore underscore username. Yep, is that it? That's right. All right. Look at that. Listen to that. Memorizing your friggin' 
Instagram. I don't even know mine. That was the Metro. That was the Metro? Going by. They're so close to a Metro stop. I I love see Metro. It is so nice. It's so good. And I fucking love their apartment. I love the location. I love that it's like in a in a high rise. We went for a walk last night. Um, I think I mentioned this already, but there there are no mosquitoes. I don't know how, mm-hmm. but there aren't. And we felt Not as you know, swampy and pondy, and like we got lakes everywhere in fucking Michigan. That's true. Lots yeah. of places for mosquitoes to breed. Yeah, but we literally just in, walked. In we Virginia, literally the... walked by a pond mm-hmm. that should have had mosquitoes everywhere. But well, yeah. when mosquitoes get large enough, they move to Congress. <laughs> Bloodsuckers. <laughs> Good one. Actually, no, those are the lobbyists. Those aren't the congressmen. <laughs> I you said they were congressmen. I oh, just said yeah. they moved to Congress. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but like we're so this area is so cool. Like you you you're just walking and then you see a building and it says National Science Foundation. It's like, oh, oh <laughs> or it's like National Optometrist Foundation. It's like, oh. Uh-huh. Oh, like, oh, the United States Attorney. Oh, it's, they're just like they're here in Alexandria, and they're just all these super important buildings that are just mm-hmm. uh, they're they're and and it's not even like they're, um, uh, what is the word uh, when you you don't expect something to be something. Oh shit, I forget the word. Surprise! I'm so glad I have a podcast that I can't remember words in. Um, <laughs> not unspeakable. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is um, that they're just... Okay, we'll use unspeakable. They're unspeakable. Right. There are these, these like, unremarkable... There we go. It's not like it's, it's an unremarkable building. The, the architecture here is, is modern and fantastic, um, but it's just so great that they're, they're here. I, you know, it's, if, I feel very important walking around with these people. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I am. I am. We interrupt this podcast for another breaking news report. I mean, I feel that that really overdid the story I'm about to tell you. But oh, no. uh, so as we were recording, my wife was like, I'm going to go to the grocery store, pick up a few things. And I was like, right, cool. Yeah, we, we need cat food. I, when I came down to podcasts, the cats were out of food. And so they'd taken their food dispenser and like thrown it. Fucking it cats. Laying, laying askew because they're like, it's fucking empty. <laughs> More. You know, when dogs are hungry, they come up and they lick your face. I know. They, this cat's like, fuck you. And yeah. Throwing a fit. So <laughs> right. I was like, all right, well, I better go get some cat food so they don't eat us in their in our sleep. So <laughs> Right, right. Uh, so she, she goes, and she's coming back. And as soon as she turns into our subdivision, uh, tomorrow for us is garbage day. So uh-huh. people are putting their garbage cans out. Uh, there's a garbage can, uh, like, smoking. Whoa. And so she's like. That doesn't seem good. So she like stops, goes up to their door, knocks on it, and is like, hey, just so you know, I think your garbage can is on fire. <laughs> and I guess it was some like, you know, teenage kind of kid who looked at her like, are you pranking me? Right. Uh, but when she went back to get in her car, like they're out there like, oh, like their garbage can was on fucking fire. So, yeah, uh, my wife let them know. Save the day. So breaking wow. news it's a, it's a local the, story very the, very local story the teenager was probably like oh it's a bunch of fucking bullshit <laughs> fire trash cans well i don't know so <laughs> this is the type of person i am i don't know that i would stop and tell these people you'd be like, you'd if i didn't like, know huh. them yeah like well, well that's weird that'll probably not be good <laughs> doesn't affect <laughs> me <laughs> because of the pandemic you see 
Like I wouldn't want to. Like I, maybe she had a mask on when she went to the door. Oh, I mean, most likely she. Yeah. But there you go, garbage can on fire. Did you see? Did you see the the elderly choir that none of them were wearing masks? And they all got sick. Uh, and well, no, they were. It was some kind of like Mike Pence ceremony or event or whatever. And there was a whole choir, like with a bunch of men that were all old. Um, but if they weren't old, they were definitely very overweight. <laughs> they were like all at risk. It was it was dumb. I saw a thing about a family in like Texas had a surprise birthday party and like they all have it now. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations. So, I'm still I'm still waffling. I'm still waffling back and forth. Are we all just going to get it and we're just trying to slow the curve? So the hospitals don't get overwhelmed with like the the really bad cases, or are we trying uh, not to get it? I mean, we're trying not to get it, but we'll eventually get it, right? Uh, I don't think everyone's gonna get it. No, because I found out last week that the 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 hockey season that I was, you know, the the adult hockey league I was mm-hmm. in, is gonna start back up in July, and I mm-hmm. think I'm gonna do it. But you can't wear masks when you play hockey. But we're heavy I mean, breathing, and we're close to each other, and, and yeah, I think I, you're gonna get it. I just assume I'm gonna get it, right? I think I might not. But if I if I get it, and I'm I'm at risk of getting it, and I then also socially distance from people, I won't spread it necessarily. Hopefully, hopefully, except for like maybe to my daughter, but that's like a huge like I don't want to spread it to my kid, you know? Yeah. But kids, in general, like, there have been... probably a... spread it to someone else. And... Yeah, yeah. So we have to just be aware, like, that that we are at a higher risk, I think. Because I, I balanced... I'm, I'm thinking of the balance between... Okay. Living a sedentary lifestyle for an entire year. How many years will that shave off of my life versus the coronavirus? For one year? I mean, how many years have you been living a sedentary life? Already? I don't know how you don't know how sedentary I am <laughs> if I don't play I, hockey. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> is is the next like twelve to eighteen months going to be the the one that does it? Maybe, well, maybe it could be. Know. Every sunburn I get, I think, is this the one that'll give me skin cancer? <laughs> it might be, <laughs> but you know, I put well, on sunscreen. Time will because, tell. Yeah, time will tell. Literally. So speaking of um, whatever we were just talking about. Things killing you. The Citizens Convention on Climate, or the CCC, established by French President Emmanuel Macron, wants a national referendum to add environmental protection to the French Constitution. Okay. First, I have to say that I think Macron's are are very overrated. I've never had a macaron. Eh, so you can go to uh, like Whole Foods; they sell them there. It's like two dollars each. Jesus, they're not that I mean, fucking good. They're difficult to make, though, aren't they? Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're good. <laughs> well, that's why they're so expensive because they're so difficult to make. It takes a lot I'm of sure, skill to make macarons. Macarons. I'm just saying. I'm sure it's very hard for Trump to make a solid shit with the way that he eats, but that doesn't mean it's good. That's true. But he's not uh, baking it and selling it to other people, uh, except for he is during <laughs> his know. rallies. Gonna... Am I right? Yeah, they eat it right up. So, <laughs> The council Disgusting. of 150 randomly selected people deliberated for nine months. Wow, they could have been a sending... baby. 
They could have. Yeah. Uh, before Cindy, that's how they knew. Because, like, Karen on the council had just gotten pregnant. Yeah. She gave birth, and they're like, well, you know, it's been a human growth cycle for a, an infant. Uh, I believe we should wrap this up. Yeah. And then the baby took a drag on the cigarette and was like, no, take your time. Uh, <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, they say that the proposals will help car cut carbon emissions by 40% by 2030, which is not that far from now. Wait. I just, I'm just, I just started thinking about macaroons, I think, and I, I lost the, like, actual reason for the story. Environmental protection. Oh, yes. Okay. So among the proposals, the crime of ecocide, which is any act causing serious environmental damage on a global scale, committed with the knowledge of the consequences that cannot be ignored. Ignored. That's what I said. Uh, I how you say understood? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a group of socialist MPs originally wanted to introduce ecocide uh, in the French criminal code last year, but Parliament did not support the idea. So ecocide—that's murdering of the environment—and I like it's I like the term the eco. Yeah, I like the term because it, it is it is as detrimental to our lives or our children's lives as murder is. I think. Um, like climate change is a huge, a huge deal it's, for people. It's murdering people who probably haven't been born yet. I, yeah, I was like, oh, ouch. That's the Republican mm -hmm. thing, right? <laughs> no, they wait till you're born and in jail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well, once you're born, fuck you. <laughs> but before you're born, <laughs> yeah. like, that's a precious life. So, yeah, we, we have to let you be born so we can fuck you over. <laughs> right. On the way here, on the way, uh, it was like a nine-hour drive from mm -hmm. Michigan to Alexandria, and I was listening to um, two two shows, This American Life and Invisibilia, and I think Invisibilia was the one that I'm thinking of, where it's this woman who was like, uh, it turns out she's a super smeller, where oh, she okay. can smell the smell of people that have um, Parkinson's disease. And so it has a very specific smell and the stronger it is, the later stage of Parkinson's they are. And she can also she's like, you smell like, she's like, you smell like Michael J. Fox. <laughs> well, pretty much. Yeah. So it has a specific smell that she said is uh, kind of yeasty kind of, <laughs> but like also kind of offensive. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I've never met a yeasty smell that's like, oh, well, you know, let's make that out of candle out of Yankee Candle Company. <laughs> right, right. Ooh, fresh yeast. Yeah, but she can also smell Alzheimer's and cancer. And uh, this was recorded a while ago, but I, f I, I think they said dogs can smell COVID, right? Or something. Didn't, didn't someone say that? They're like, they, or they're working on it, maybe? I feel like maybe they were working on it. Yeah, maybe it was possible. Um, Gosh, what does this have to do with ecocide? I forget. <laughs> you can you can smell the ecocide. You can people. smell it. Yep, it smells it smells a bit like uh, True Green. <laughs> yeah, just a bit, just a just bit. A bit. Uh, there were fears that such an addition to the criminal code would cripple business competing against countries like China, that features lack environmental protection. I love that. That's the the thing. Well. That's we we have to be the worst ever because China it can be the worst ever and that's not fair. Why do <laughs> right. we have to be clean? Yeah, 
If a company commits ecocide, uh, results the result is a fine, including uh, fines on the business executives and the obligation to compensate for the damage caused. I absolutely love fining yes. business executives. Yes, that whole oh my top gosh. group. Fuck those guys. Absolutely. I, so so they, they tell you in corporate America, like, you know, it's top down. Um, the manager is responsible for the employee. But it seems like the executives get out of things so easily. Yeah. Oh, they're not responsible for anything. Right. Oh, no, no, no. It was this little peon. That it was my vice president of Ecoside or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm sorry. I wasn't briefed on that. I had no idea that Putin was trying to kill soldiers and paying for it. <laughs> right. I never got that briefing because <laughs> I don't read at all. Correct. That is correct. Among other proposals so, of the convention, um, reducing speed limits to 110 kilometers per hour, which I think is about 110 ding dangs. Yeah, um, it's a it's a 65 freedom units. <laughs> two vegetarian meals per week in cafeterias to reduce meat consumption. And moves to increase green carn purchase and production. Okay, so if you eat meat, is that ecocide? If you're eating meat, so I think uh, where do, where do they draw the line? Because that's that's kind of a thing, right? Yeah, so I think they're trying to reduce consumption since it pr- contributes to greenhouse gases. A vegetarian diet is far more ecologically friendly. Sure, sure. So you know, not making it illegal, but also trying to. I mean, you don't need meat at every friggin' meal. You don't. That's I think that that might be an American thing, like having your meat and potatoes. Yeah, and it's not even like a long time American thing. Like if you go back to the Depression and uh, Roosevelt, one of his big slogans was like a chicken in every pot, because oh. you couldn't you couldn't get enough food and you couldn't get enough meat, and uh, and so meat has definitely become kind of like we seem to think it's like the main dish like the yeah. main thing you eat that should be the largest and really it's not like you should have more veggies and fruits and things like that so i believe we've been like i think we've talked about this on the podcast like my meat consumption is very low right in comparison right. to other people that i know so yeah and I, mine is too except for that that chimichurri steak i had today <laughs> <laughs> well i mean sometimes you got to have a chimichurri steak the chimichurri man that would so I would have chimichurri tofu to be honest because the chimichurri was so good. Mm-hmm. So I did. I was I was on a vegetarian diet for almost a year. Yeah, two after years the ago. bird incident, right? Yes, after the bird incident. Yeah. Uh, hopefully not related to the birds in my attic. Um, <laughs> maybe they maybe they were like breaking in. They're going to pull a Mission Impossible and just dun, got trapped dun, up there. Dun 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 dun. Chirp 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 chirp. And so I replaced, like, a lot of times, like, when we did stir-fry uh, zucchini, I replaced a lot with zucchini. And okay. that was very good and filling. And, like, it, like, you know, my my, my wife makes um, different stir-fry sauces, and it stuck to the zucchini really well. It was, it was delicious. Yeah, so, yeah. Did you, you know? You can do it, and it's fine. That the food, I just, food is so great. I love food so much. Did you know that there are cheeses... That you can fry at very high temperatures and they'll brown instead of melt. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I know you can go if you go to the the grocery store. They have like a bread cheese and it looks like it's been like pan fried. Yeah. It's got like browner bits and. That's about uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so we take that and like we'll pop it in the microwave and it makes it a little like softer. Sure. It's not like a big hard chunk. And then we take a piece of bread and just kind of like grab a little chunk of cheese and a bit of bread, like you know, not like a slice of bread, not like Wonder Bread, like a you know, a bakery loaf where sure. you rip a bit of bread off and you grab a chunk of cheese with it and ah, it's so good. Yeah. Cheese is delicious. I just wonder if there's so if you toss uh that sort of frying cheese in there oh gosh what was the name of that there was a mexican frying cheese um i forget the exact name of it now i'll look it up but i won't tell the podcast people (laughs) queso bandito see but you toss that in maybe at the end of the stir fry and it gets a little brown but it it would probably pick up that sauce wonderfully Mm. and would have like a sort of like cheesy not quite meaty but like you know texture Uh you'd probably have the, the texture of like really tender chicken i think Maybe. That'd be good. Like regular chicken or like airline chicken? Regular. Like I'll have a chicken, please. Like airline chicken, oh. like that was sent through a jet engine. <laughs> no, that's that's bird strike chicken. <laughs> like you know when you when you're on like an international flight and they bring you dinner. I've never been on an international flight. Uh, I don't know what they serve. I, I have been, but basically we left it. I don't remember. I was trying to sleep because I knew we were leaving at like 10 o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night, something like that. Sure. And so it was an overnight flight. I would be arriving the next morning at like six or seven in the morning, uh, London time. And so I was like, I'm trying to sleep. And they come around, would you like dinner? And I was like, fuck you. I'm sleeping. Go away. <laughs> Need your friggin' smack the plate out serving. of their hand. Yeah. Nice. I did. I was awake for breakfast though. So, Oh, well, you're lucky that, that there was a pilot on the plane. Well, I mean, it it was Delta. I would hope so. <laughs> because more uh-huh. than 30% of civilian that's, pilots in Pakistan have, that's a lot. have fake licenses and are not qualifying <laughs> to fly, said the country's aviation minister. Ooh. So federal minister for aviation, uh, Ghulam Sarwar Khan, said 262 pilots in the country did not take the exam themselves and paid someone else to sit on their behalf. So this is, uh, I think this is common. So when, when um, uh, in my past position at work, when we interviewed people um, like over the phone, we had to um, make sure that they were actually the people that we met for the in-person interview eventually and sometimes it was very obvious that they weren't um but also a lot of times it was very obvious that they were googling the answers and someone else was answering for them and um so we had to we had to work on on these remote interviews and make sure that like we weren't getting screwed by these people it's interesting (laughs) because you can you could do a lot of stuff you you could really be uh um Oh, gosh, words really bad, really bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> bad, wrong. Very bad, wrong, sad. Uh, sad. Yeah, it'd be like if Low a president energy. was like shitty. Sleepy Joe. Right. I'm not sure what I was saying. They don't have a fine experience, Khan said. <laughs> what a quote. Perfect. (laughs) Pakistan has 860 active pilots serving its domestic airlines, including the country's Pakistan International Airlines, also known as PIA, as well as a number of foreign carriers. 
Uh, PIA has grounded all of its pilots who hold fake licenses effective immediately. But how do they know? Okay, good. Yeah, like that's great. Is there a box that they check? Like, is your license real or fake? Oh, fake. <laughs> oh, it's fake. Yeah, totally yes. fake. <laughs> uh, PIA. P- <laughs> And you haven't been yeah. drinking. I have. I just had some water. <laughs> water really PIA is the gateway drug. PIA acknowledges that fake licenses is not just a PIA issue, but spread across the entire Pakistani airline industry, spokesman Abdullah Khan said, adding that some of the fake pilots also fly for foreign carriers. Oh, I wonder how prevalent fake licenses are in the entire world for everything for for piloting and for driver's license and taxi cabs and just just everybody it's got to be super prevalent right for for every law there is a 30 percent of yeah i mean 30 percent of pilots (laughs) in pakistan are fake so it seems like they would check them i know right like you know airline uh, pilots I mean, I can't even have my license lapse, otherwise I can't teach, so... Right. you think a pilot, they'd have some sort of notarization or something. Yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah. Uh, would, the results of the investigations were part of a preliminary report into PIA, a PIA plane crash uh, after it took off from Lahore, killing six, 97 people of the 99 passengers on board on May 22nd. Could you so basically they're, being they're like, the two. oh, there's... <laughs> we may well there's that uh back in the 80s was it in detroit there was a plane that crashed right after like during takeoff oh yeah uh, crashed right into i-94 and there was like one survivor it was like a little girl who was like six or seven Jeez. or something like that yeah there is that have you seen the uh what is it called airline disaster air disasters show on the smithsonian channel i do not watch that show but oh, i'm oh. i'm aware of its existence so I'm not, I don't like flying, and right. most of it is because plane crashes freak me out. So. Right. So the, that show has has showed me how nearly impossible it is for planes to crash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they go through everything that went had to go wrong in order for this plane to go down, and it's like six or seven things. It's like, uh, I don't know, the perfect storm of, of hardware failure and, you know, pilots and and weather conditions and stuff that it's just it's just incredible how how rarely planes crash mm-hmm. um but because they're they make big news it seems like it's a bigger thing so the the most dangerous part of air travel is driving to the airport of course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i hope you but uh, when something does go wrong it, it goes wrong spectacularly exactly in a way that you're like pretty much fucked you're helpless like, yeah there's no ejector seat Exactly. There's no parachute. Right. Could you imagine if they put ejector seats in every airline seat? <laughs> uh, some asshole would accidentally eject themselves over the of Atlantic. Course. Well, because uh, we did a story about that lady that, like, well, no, oh, yeah, there multiple to... stories about that lady that yeah. opened the door, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Or there was the story about the guy who, who snuck into, like, he was trying to get in the landing gear and... Oh, and he died. He, he froze it. to death, right? He froze to death, and then like his ice cube, ice cube body fell when they opened the landing gear door to to land. So like some guy was in his freaking backyard, and oh, the corpse came down. I, th- I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, naturally, we shouldn't have ejector seats on every plane seat. 
No. But maybe like the pilot well, should I'm... be able to press a button and everyone gets ejected and there are parachutes. You know? <laughs> or maybe uh, we should put ejector seats in helicopters. <laughs> uh, I think they call that a blender. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's kind of like a, a what do they call those? Uh, slap, slap cut, slap shot, slap, slap chop, slap chop. Yeah, is that what the thing's called? A slap chop? This, it, well, the Vince one. This is slap chop. You you buy that with a salad spinner? Yeah, you're gonna love my nuts. Vince said. Neither neither sponsors. <laughs> Did we read the last thing just, yet? And then you get a Jack Lane uh, juicer. Oh yeah, yeah. Off your thing. Remember that yeah, guy that hung read. upside down? Uh, he was like a, an old guy, and he was like, he had his upside down thing where he would just like, you lock, lock your feet. No, you lock your feet in this little device, and then you lean back, and the whole thing locks you upside down, and it's supposed to stretch your back out and stuff. Oh, okay. Being okay. upside down, but that, like, it just seems like a stroke like in a box. Kind of like Marty McFly's dad in uh, Back to the Future 2. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Comes floating, comes floating in, and they bring the dehydrated Pizza Huts. <laughs> No, that's I hear Pizza Hut's having some trouble because of uh, Trump donations and shit. Is that right? I guess they're getting a lot of backlash on that one. Good, because I would assume sucks. it was because of their pizza. <laughs> right. It's not Pizza Hut. It's Pizza Sucks. It is. The only reason that you would eat at a Pizza Hut is if you got your free pizza from Book It. <laughs> it's the only reason you go there. You get your personal pan. Naturally. You got to get that, that button. That was a that was the fucking best, though. I love that. Yeah. I hated their pepperoni because it was gross. It would always, like, dry oh. out in the top, and it would be just, ugh. I, I, I'm a, I would just get cheese. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's pretty good. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. So let's let's do some uh, you know literature or something because no, we were just talking it. about uh, books or whatever. Book it. Book it. We'll book do it, it live. <laughs> yeah, your your big book it pin. You get your little uh, gold star when you've uh, read a yeah, book or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's pizza. still a thing. I think it's still a thing too. I don't. I don't this, know if they do the pizza though. Is it still associated with Pizza Hut or is it still just like? Uh, I'm not sure. Book it and get a McChicken. So here's the thing. I know that it's been a thing since I've been at my current school because okay. the younger grades were able to participate. Middle schoolers couldn't, but yeah. you know, everyone fifth and under, they did book it for them a few years ago. So yeah. sometime, I think, two, three years ago. So it's within two or three years ago, still a thing. So there you go. Yeah. So maybe, maybe not. With also, already... I've noticed a, a difference in this microphone. This microphone can handle loud noises a lot better than the other one did. So, oh, okay. uh, by the way, the microphone broke, I believe, while it was in my backpack and also had the um, the, the USB connected. I think something uh, happened when I set the microphone down that broke the whole thing. It's like the whole perhaps. USB thing was broken. And so here's a warning to everyone. Just don't do that shit. Yeah, unplug it. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. You should unplug everything. Yeah. So it doesn't break. Unless it is a relative. Don't unplug them. <laughs> Unless they're... Uh, Unless what, it's time. What was the name of that woman um, that the Republicans didn't want to... Oh, in Florida. I can't remember. Yeah. But yes, that was such a thing for so... Like, 
months and months and huge thing. Oh gosh, fuck it. <laughs> we'll do her live. That's what they said to her. <laughs> so Jason, uh, yes, my books are moving. I mean, if you're reading them, they have to move. Sure. So you can turn the page. Yeah. I mean, hey Jeff, what is the point of chapters in a novel? <laughs> okay, so seriously, chapters are like episodes of a mm. TV show, and a novel is like a, a season of that show. Oh, oh, oh. And so you break up the chapters as you break up episodes. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Why is that a fucking question? I don't even <laughs> read books, and I know that. <laughs> Jason, where to find outdated used books? Uh probably jeff sessions house also any like of those free public libraries they're like <laughs> oh you know you come get a book and they're all just like leftover daniel Steele novels <laughs> <laughs> or uh you know, books written about history from the eight 1930s so oh. <laughs> very outdated and inappropriate very outdated and extremely inappropriate lots jeff of, lots, can I write... by the way lots of n-words i think in those books <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Um, there was a, um, this there was, gosh, the Mark Twain, um, prize. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. For comedy. Yeah. yeah. And the honor uh -huh. Dave Chappelle. Uh -huh. And um, Michael Che and Colin Jost were out there, and um, Colin Jost started reading from uh, like a Huckleberry Finn book. And he uh -huh. read a, a quote, and he, he was like, and that quote was by, well, the guy's name doesn't matter. <laughs> what matters is uh, it was important for the time. <laughs> N-word Jim is what the guy's name was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Jeff, can I write a book under an alias, and can I still make money? Uh, so, yes, you can write a book under an alias, and as long as that alias... Uh, is good like why wouldn't you be able to make money i don't know I don't it's, get it. it's ridiculous yeah it's, it's, these people don't read clearly they could probably figure this out we just mean, talked about a very popular guy who wrote a lot of books under a pen name and that guy's name was n-word jim <laughs> jason well that's I... that's because originally his name was samuel inward <laughs> god damn it we should cut all of that <laughs> Probably. That's okay, Jason. Uh, what can I expect reading a book that's been independently published? Uh, probably just a really, really bad book because they independently published it themselves. Wait, independently published or self-published? Those are different things. Like, there's like independent publishers who aren't part of like the big publishing house structure kind of a thing. Like, you know, it's a mom and pop publisher kind of a deal. Uh, but then there's like self-publishing, like. Uh, my name is Dana, and I make my own book, and I just publish it and sell it on Amazon. So it's it's different now because uh, Amazon will be your publisher, and they like they don't make a. From what I understand, they don't make a, like oh we'll print ten thousand books and send them to bookstores. They say okay we'll sell you book on Amazon, and we'll print them as needed. <laughs> so if nobody buys your book, they don't have to print them. 
but also if somebody wants yeah, your so book, they'll print it. Yeah, it's on demand essentially. Yeah, but like that's yeah, that's but why it's like just your fucking friends who are buying your book. It's like people who listen to our podcast. We personally know them. <laughs> right. We're self-published, aren't we? <laughs> well, aren't all pub cl- <laughs> So, all right, there you go. You'll find basically what you get if you listen to the hour pod. That is the yeah. independent published book version is our podcast. Here's it? a follow-up question, Jason. Why are old books uh-huh. so boring? be more clear i don't understand because, because you don't understand the cultural references and so it doesn't speak to you in the same way because you're not part of that culture because we're 35 plus that's why we're so boring oh, oh, oh. You get it? that's true yeah that well these books don't listen to the the latest music they're, they're not true. hip with the kids they're not doing the tiktoks yeah they're not okay. they're not doing the tiktoks and listening to the weekend and um i don't know LMFAO so, is that still a thing? No, I think that's way too old. I'm so uh, out of date that even like modern things are out of date for me. <laughs> yeah, like a historian would be like, I don't even understand what you're saying. Right. Uh, to go further, this person says books from several centuries back are objectively less entertaining. No, they're, in your opinion, objectively less entertaining and fun to read than modern books. I would think that few people would consider Shakespeare actually interesting. If they thought he wrote his play 10 years ago. <laughs> okay. So obviously you, you take, Why you take that? the, the time that they wrote the novel or whatever the, the poetry or whatever the writing is into context. Yeah. Right. Of course, you if you're talk. writing in old English, it's not gonna, like Beowulf is not good <laughs> now, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was good so for the time because people didn't fucking write. Uh, I would say no, not necessarily. Uh, It still can be good today. Like many Shakespeare plays are still good today. They are good plays. That's why we're still doing them. That's yeah. That's why they're still like, it's not necessarily the, the specific words, but the, um, the fact that they wrote the story. And when Shakespeare wrote these stories, for example, those that was the first time that plotline was used. The yeah, very so, first time a plotline was used, like written down, which is insane I, I, to think about. Because everything we I have remember, now is is all, uh, you know, it's all. Makes rehashes. It's that all story. been done. Exactly. Woo-hoo. So it, it makes me think back to I took a history of film class, and we we're going back and like we started watching like black and white silent films like we watch like charlie chaplin mm-hmm. and just like a whole range of things and i feel like it might have been like casablanca we watched and i remember my professor being like all right so look we're gonna watch this film it's an old film it's a good film but a lot of the stuff you're gonna see in it is very cliche right and the reason is cliche is because this is where it was invented that was the first one that it's did cliche, it right yeah, it's cliche because they did it first, and everyone since then has been doing that, and that's why now it's a cliche. But at the time, it oh. wasn't a cliche because it was the first time it was done. That's and good. I was like, that's good. It, it's a good thing. So. Did you know that uh, Alanis Morissette is credited with inventing Friend with Benefits? Really? Yeah. From uh, her song, I think, Head Over Feet in 95. Huh. I was like, I don't believe well that. You're my like, best friend, best friend with benefits. 
what took me so long? Example, oh, for example. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Right? So, huh. uh, like, it just wasn't used back then, back in the 90s. <laughs> but I had to look that. I was like, no, no fucking way. I even looked up etymology sites. And it was uh-huh. like, oh, it was Alanis Morissette and Hedera Fee. That's who invented that. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. That seems like it's just been prevalent through our our society, but it just apparently it's newish, you know. Is it your turn or mine? Uh, mine. Yeah, do it. Uh, listen, I'm writing a novel, and my character is in a tidal wave when something sinkable tangles into him, and he sinks. What should it be? Donald Trump's hair. Jason, I have two villains, and one is playing the other. What type of villain is he? Uh, a, a villain. I'm sorry. The correct answer was Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> <laughs> one more each. Okay. You think? Yeah? Uh, whenever I read a book, Jeff, I don't absorb the things I read. Is there a way to fix this? So I have this actual problem. I, when I read books, I, you know, I look at, I look at the pages and I'm reading it and I realized all I was doing was looking at the words. And if you have ADD or ADHD, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You'll go for three pages and realize I've been looking at every word, but I haven't absorbed any of it. And so you have to go back and read it. So there is a um, there is a a font uh, called Open Open Dyslexic, I think, that has really helped me. I don't have dyslexia uh, that I know of, but that font um, on my phone and on my Kindle has been has has changed my reading like a hundred percent. I'm so happy that I got it, and it has made reading uh, so much easier for me. Awesome. Yeah. That's for real. But also, just like, don't be a dumbass and read a book. <laughs> Jason, I mean, I so I don't have ADD, and there have been times where I've read an entire page and been like, I have no idea what any of that just said. <laughs> right? What, did I read that page? And like, I have to go back and do it again. Right. And then I, but then you know, sitting in, as we've talked about, as I was finishing my masters and reading all these things, like the way that they expected you to read. Like, they're like, oh, well, yeah, you have to read all these books, but we don't actually expect you to read all these books. I'm like, but how am I supposed to read, talk about these books if I haven't read these books? And like, we have to dissect the books. And oh, people are like, fuck. what I do is I read the first sentence and the last sentence of every paragraph. I feel like that's like, people do it for a podcast. I can't do that. Right. <laughs> they listen to the first minute and the last minute. <laughs> right. It's the hour. And this hour has been 58 minutes. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> Jason, in the story The Monkey's Paw, what did the sun look like after he came back? Uh, Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> I have some good news. Oh, do you? That it wasn't just Lady Antebellum that changed their name. Hmm? Uh, the Dixie Chicks are now just... Wait. I'm sorry. Wait, the Dixie Chicks? I thought they imploded in like 2003. <laughs> they imploded when they announced uh, they didn't support George W. Bush. Yeah, yeah that's what I... And 99% I, of their fans were 
conservative Republicans. Yeah, I, I thought they put them on a like a giant piece of kale with a bunch of other liberals and pushed them into the ocean. <laughs> so my my prediction, and I'm not sure if I said this on the podcast, but I said they should they should also change their name to the D Chicks because <laughs> Lady Antebellum changed their name to Lady A. So I thought if we're taking out you know horrible uh, you know racist Southern slang. Just pronounce it with the first letter. The platinum selling, they're just, they're down as, known as just the chicks. Now, I wonder if it's like the chicks, like capital T, tap, capital C, or if they're just the chicks, like the capital C and that's it. Ooh, that's a good, I, I don't know. So apparently they, they very quietly changed the name. Not uh, that quietly, because we're, we're talking about it. <laughs> well, what, they, what they did was when they released their new video, it was just as the chicks and not as the Dixie chicks. So like okay. they didn't make a big, like they just changed oh, it. Right. They didn't have a press release that said we changed their name. Yeah. They just like released it. Okay. They just did it. All right. Yeah. They just, they changed their social media present, like their name and social media. Okay. Um, so yeah, they didn't like make a big hubbub about it, but then everyone was like, oh, did you all just change your name? Is right. that the thing you did? I wonder why they didn't do a pop crossover. They could have pop crossovered. They could have hey, been it like, worked for, like, uh, What's her face? Trailer, the, the trailer tape. Swift. Trailer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the platinum-selling country trio became pariahs in Nashville back in 2003 for criticizing President George W. Bush. <laughs> they hate uh, us for our freedom. On the eve of the invasion of Iraq, uh, they have changed their name, apparently uh, in acknowledgement of criticism over its use of the word Dixie. Mm-hmm. Uh, related news, uh, most bathroom containers are now just called the cups. <laughs> also, they've changed uh, Cowboy Take Me Away to just Seaboy Take Me Away. <laughs> <laughs> Which is different than C Word Take Me Away. <laughs> That's exactly why I was laughing a second ago. <laughs> uh, the name change comes ahead of the release of the group's first album in 14 years, apparently, uh, called Gaslighter. Nice. Uh, it's due out July 17th. Wow, they gaslit uh, the entire uh, their entire fan base back in 03. <laughs> so that makes perfect sense. Natalie Maines, the group's lead singer, told a London audience in March 2003, we do not want this war, this violence, and we are ashamed... Wait... We do not want this war. There it is. There this it is. violence, and we're ashamed of the president of the United States. He's from Texas. Hey, don't waste Texas. <laughs> uh, this month, the country group Lady Antebellum also announced that they'd be changing to Lady A, which we talked about. Uh, and they said, Our hearts have been stirred with conviction, our eyes open wide to the injustice, inequality, and biases black women and men have had faced and continue to face every day wow so cool yeah it's i i, I have no problem with it yes, <laughs> I, i'm surprised no that this made you. like news i of course people like us plu and still remember the dixie chicks because they were a good band back in a good country band back in the day i like country music <laughs> i i i do not i was about to say is there good country music uh i yes there is there are several good country music songs. Disagree. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, no. 
Well, since you love country music, go fuck your sister. <laughs> Which is why the Dixie Chicks were so popular. Because the whole stepsister porn thing on home Pornhub. Was Pornhub a thing in 2003? I feel like no. Uh, mm, I could probably speak to this, but I won't. <laughs> uh. but, yeah, this is good. It, it's it's good. We're, we're, we are going through... So my daughter, she, you know, I only have one. She's not the big one or the small one. She's just the one. So she goes through these growth spurts um, physically that involve, like, a lot of eating. And so she'll eat two bowls of cereal in the morning and, like, two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And, like, she'll eat a lot. And then it's crazy um, because we have, like, 50-50 custody. Um, her mom and I do. Uh, like, I won't see her for three or four days. And then she came back last time, and she looked older in the face like she ate a ton at my house and she ate a ton at her mom's house and then like she came to back to my house and i was like whoa she has changed in the last couple days and um emotionally um her growth will and i'm sure you've gone through this too where there there will be like an episode where like it sort of like seems like it's building up and building up and then everything will explode my daughter will explode i will explode and like you know, it's we're angry and stuff, and then all of a sudden, like the problems that we've been having go away because she just emerges like a, a like a butterfly from the cocoon in this wonderful emotional, um, like hurricane. I just I just love it, <laughs> and um, it, I think this is we we are doing that as a country now, um. Even though our country yeah. is kind of like still in its infancy compared to other countries, right? Uh, in some ways, yes. Yeah, yeah. So this is good. This or is good. Or at least adolescence, maybe. Uh, I mean, even yeah. Mississippi has gotten down with it and they've removed the uh, uh, Confederates part of their flag. The Confederate battle flag. Yeah, from the corner of their flag. Right. Which they did it because of football i think because the uh the sec southeastern conference said that they that mississippi they would no longer hold games in mississippi as long as that flag flew above the stadium oh really was that it i, I had no idea <laughs> yeah and the next I day thought it had, i thought it had something to do with you know all the protests and things lately <laughs> absolutely not it was about all the money that football brought to mississippi oh well i mean if that's what does it fine right if that's what does it Okay, you like capitalism, we're capitalized, we're good. It's all good. I'm waving my hands in the air right now. <laughs> it's good. So, like so our country is going through growing pangs right now, and we have to get through this turmoil in order to explode into this growth um, that we're about to, we're like... I, to a beautiful it, butterfly. I hope it's a renaissance for... Um, for democracy and for um, the minorities, all of them in our country and all around the world, I'm just so. I, I, it it took it, it it took a lot of heartache, obviously, but then it took a lot of heartache for white people, the majority, uh, with the pandemic and everything, to finally just like, okay, 
let's we can break through this barrier. We got it. Enough. Enough. Enough, exactly. God, that was a tangent, Jason. I finally went on a tangent. And it was and almost intelligible. <laughs> it was semi rant like. Almost. It was so close. I use so Congratulations. many. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Congratulations. I'd like you to thank the. A, you should get an Academy Award. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> uh, oh, Oscar So White. Oh, they love me. They Way really love me. <laughs> Speaking of actors. Oh, shit. Bondit Capital Media, which financed titles such as the Oscar nominated Loving Vincent uh, and Half Moon Productions, as well as Tin Global Media, because Wrong. now every movie Happy. has to have like 15. Jason. Different, not like, Half Moon. That's a bay oh, in California. Moon. Whatever. <laughs> it's, hey, we have to keep up our journalistic it, integrity here. It's still the same stupid thing where you have to watch like the friggin' logos, the animated logos of like eight different companies at the beginning of a movie. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't care. That's true. Family Guy did a thing about this. Yeah, I don't need to see the lightning hit the tree and then the bad robot run by and the dog wolf and Ubu has to sit and like, no. <laughs> Yeah, true story. Side note, Loving Vincent, very interesting movie. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. They, they basically animated an entire movie to make it look like it was painted by Vincent Van Gogh. That's cool. So, so you know his style of painting. So the entire movie was like the paintings came to life. That's pretty cool. It, it was pretty cool, yeah. Uh, so they have committed to back a $70 million, million science fiction film, which producers say will be the first to rely on an artificially intelligent actor the film follows a scientist who discovers dangers associated with a program he created to perfect human dna and helps the artificially intelligent woman he designed who was named erica to escape i thought they already did this film it was called ai it starred Haley joel osmond and i cried in the theater during it no no well this one will include an artificially intelligent actor instead of just an unintelligent actor which <laughs> most films include <laughs> I thought Haley Joel Osment was like a, a human hybrid. <laughs> have you noticed? Have you seen pictures of him lately? Uh, I feel like I saw one. It was like, oh, it basically looked like, you know, the younger version of like Brendan Fraser. <laughs> his head grew, but his face did not. Uh, <laughs> so he has the same exact size face as he had in uh, all those movies when he was a kid. Um like, the eyes are the same length apart, nose, mouth, but then a giant fucking head. Aren't there, like, a picture of, like, Mitt Romney or something where, like, his face is shrunk and, like, his head's <laughs> regular? Is that is the same kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. There's a guy. Or is Mitt what... Romney the one where they, like, gave him baby hands? No, they give Trump baby hands. No, there's, like, one where it's, like, it's, like, Mitt Romney with normal sized body. Like, it's, it's normal him, but he's got, like, tiny baby hands i swear like they did actual... that to trump that's what i'm thinking so um they also there's a guy who's the guy that is in charge of turning point usa it's like a conservative guy i have and, no idea and they always <laughs> i see it now yeah mitt romney with baby hands mitt romney has really done some shit lately he joined a, a black lives matter protest he Seems to have been like, we need to... Oh, and there he is with his tiny face, too. <laughs> tiny face and okay. tiny hands. You gotta look it up. So uh, this... he, looks a, he looks a bit like... Uh, what's, your, what's his name from Evil Dead? I don't know. 
Bruce Campbell? Is that his name? I'm not sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, okay, so this Turning Point USA guy, <laughs> they shrink this guy's face just enough to where you're like, is that what he really looks like? <laughs> uh, and it, it's it's wonderful. But these like little tiny face Mitt Romneys are fantastic. Yeah. Like... Um, th- this reminds me of the um, the ones where they take the teeth out of celebrities and make them gums. <laughs> I love them. That, that's disturbing. That's a, no, definitely look up like tiny face Mitt Romney, but also look up like tiny hand Mitt Romney. What I I, I did say Mitt Romney baby hands. That's all you have to look up. Uh, <laughs> And then you'll also go to Little Face Mitt. That's also like a whole thing. There's so many more pictures than I realized. And it's it's all just, a, oh, my gosh, they did a tiny face with a baby hand, too. <laughs> of course they would. Of course they would combine them. Who? Why wouldn't they? Like, oh. they did it to Trump, too. It's not as funny. It's not as funny with Trump because not it as... just looks like his, his regular face. Yeah, he already looks like a clown. But, <laughs> but Mitt Romney tiny faces. <laughs> he looks like a fucking uh, Dick Tracy villain. In yeah, it, they extended his forehead wrinkles and everything. It's like crude face or something. I wonder, well, like, if somebody did tiny face us, what we would look like. <laughs> he looks just like us, probably. Uh, Japanese scientist Hiroshi Ishigaro. I knew it'd be the Japanese that did this shit. I knew it. <laughs> and uh, Kohai Ogawa. Ogawa created the real-life Erica as part of their study of robotics and taught her to act by applying the principles of method acting to the AI. Great. So it's fucking the Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. Of, sorry, I can't do that. My programming, I have to... I'm in character right now. Wait, doesn't Data from Star Trek do method acting? Does he? I think he does. <laughs> he becomes Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> right. Uh, no, that's Dr. Pulaski assumes that and says oh, that right. has to be able to beat data instead of... And she calls him data. And yeah. he's like, it is data. And she's like, what's the difference? And I'm like... Mm. Uh, and he goes, one is my name. The other is not. I'm like, get her, data. Fuck yeah. it, get her. She would have been like that professor we saw this week who got mad or told some student she needed to angle... Fuck. <laughs> Go ahead. Her it's, it's okay. Take your time. Make her name more English uh, ease. <laughs> so I got to tell you, I watched uh, the original Space Jam for the first time ever. This I have week. never seen Space Jam. You've never Jam? seen it. It is actually very, very funny. So, um, however, my favorite uh, Porky Pig joke is when he stutters over like a set of words and then stutters so much he just changes it to something else. <laughs> I mean, that's why a thesaurus was invented, right? Like you don't know how to spell a word, so you just use a different word instead. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's the, that's the vocal equivalent of that, right? Exactly. <laughs> I can't say that word, so I'm going to use a different <laughs> word instead. In other methods of acting, actors involve their own life experiences in the role, Cozy says. But Erica has no life experiences. She was created from scratch. To play the role, we had to simulate her emotions, or her emotions and emotions, through one-on-one sessions, such as controlling the speed of her movements, talking through her feelings, and coaching character development and body language, said Sam Cozy. The worst part is she still had to blow him to get the part. Did you come up with that before, or did you just... Was that <laughs> that's, just no, but that just 
just right now. Holy shit, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I can't naturally <laughs> deliver a joke that I've already pre-planned. It, it's very tough for me too. It, it, I mean, maybe it does sound natural when I do it. Like you would know because we've done it a few times, and maybe yeah. I do. But I feel like I do not sound natural at all when I'm, you know got a rehearsed joke because i know what i want to say and i'll usually fuck it up <laughs> right right yeah the letters don't come out correctly exactly that exactly. was amazing <laughs> i'm glad you enjoyed it <laughs> i saw a guy uh recently this is not related that there was a guy that uh he made um a remote control boat out hmm. of an alligator's head oh and so it just oh, oh. cruises so it in the like water <laughs> i want one so bad <laughs> <laughs> we take it up to like Belleville Lake and uh, <laughs> right. be a good time. The Bellevillians would be like, "I knew it." Sam, <laughs> I damn flushed a gator, ma. <laughs> a gator, get the shovel. Go get it. Get me some gator skin shoes. <laughs> so, fifty-nine baby crocodiles were recently reported stolen from the Crocodilus Park Reptile Park. Okay. That's like Granny Gator's Granny Panties. No, it's Granny Gator's Granny Gator Granny Panties. Oh, you're right. The Crocodilus Park Reptile Park Park Parkity Park in Australia's Northern Territory Territory right. Northern so, Territory. To be fair, to be fair, it's called the Crocodilus Park, which is a reptile park. I get it. So one is the name and one is a descriptor. <laughs> okay. They were being held as part of a research project aimed at exploring the impacts of habitat on crocodile growth. Well, according to the park owner, Professor Graham Webb, Graham spelled... Oh, gosh, what was that? What the fuck? Something just, like, landed on me or something. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Are you okay? Oh, oh, you're a fucking bug. Yeah. God, oh, wait until... Oh. Fuck you, you fucking... It's like a centipede or something. God damn son of a... Like, came from... I don't know where. Like, came from the ceiling or something. I have enough spiders down here that should be taking care of this bullshit. I think the centipedes eat the spiders, actually. Oh. oh. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying... I, I, you were, you were talking about Professor I, Graham Webb. Well, first of all, Graham, he spells his name really dumb. There's an extra E at the end. That's true. That's why the set of pieces came out. Grahammy? Grahammy. Graham Webb. <laughs> Graham. Uh, he said the animals are worth several hundred dollars each, and he's 100% No, sorry. 100% sure they were stolen. Professor Webb said he isn't sure exactly why people keep stealing the park's reptiles, but noted that crocs have become a commercial commodity. You can buy crocodile products, but you and you can buy stuffed crocodiles. You can buy things that are made from crocodiles, he said, I think. Webb also noted, at one stage, we know it was young kids were putting them in their backpacks and obviously selling them to somebody. I don't know who. What kind of crocodile can you fit in a backpack? Uh, it sounds well, like a joke. It, it sounds like a joke on a... Um, <laughs> Remember, uh, were there popsicles that had jokes on the popsicle stick once you were done oh, with yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the popsicle brand popsicle. Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> what kind of um, <laughs> what kind of crocodile can you put in a backpack? I don't know. A very small one. <laughs> so, uh, Gogurt. 
the the yogurt in a tube Ugh, for children gross. or i guess adults could eat it as well but mm. why uh, my daughter eats them and they put jokes on the outside of the containers so she always really? asks you know what's this joke she's like oh i've heard this joke before <laughs> so. i so gogurt okay disgusting absolutely uh it you slurp it and it's gross and that's what the commercial said and like in the commercial the commercial, the commercial was like said you slurp it and it's gross yeah it no, doesn't but seem like, like a good selling <laughs> but the kid okay so in the commercial there's a child eating yogurt with a spoon and there's this other kid that is doing skateboard tricks this is the 90s doing skateboard tricks and then the skateboarder kid says hey kid lose the spoon and he eats his he eats his gogurt and it's it's the the thought I, of like uh i don't know that's all just only, disgusting only nerds use spoons exactly yeah it's like the yeah. ultimate like um uh what do you call that peer pressure hey kid uh-huh. lose the spoon like oh my gosh i'm such a nerd for using a spoon i'm gonna mm-hmm. stick it up my ass or whatever i don't know <laughs> whatever kids say I recall this commercial actually. So <laughs> yeah, the kid stuck it right up his ass too at the end. He, he did. You remember that part? He did a he did a cool uh, jump on the half pipe with it. <laughs> I'm sorry, this chair is very, very. And then spooky. the other kid like pulled his glasses down and like went whoa, whoa, and there was like a guitar riff. <laughs> Lose the spoon. Police have investigated the incident and confirmed no arrests or charges have been made, and they. Do not have information to suggest the alleged theft was part of an operation. Okay, so it's not part of a single operation, but these crocodiles are easy enough to steal that people are just putting them yeah. in backpacks. <laughs> Children bags. are putting them in backpacks. It's not like, you know, adults who are like, you know, make a distraction. I'm going to steal these. Right. They're putting them like in kids, like, yeah. purses, knapsacks, clutches, you know. All, all alligator skin. Pockets, bags. anything they can do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to put you in your ancestor. Could you could you imagine like somebody kidnaps you and places you in a bag like this made of human skin? (laughs) Uh, Well, it'd probably have to be like Donald Trump to make sure it was enough human skin to. uh, That's true. But what if to hold human? What if orange doesn't go with your back, your uh, outfit? (laughs) Yeah, they had to dye that one a lot to get it to a uh, fashionable color. Yeah, true story. True story, my friend. Clearly, this one's not organic human. Clearly. <laughs> so I love, I love it when I'm, I'm done with a podcast, and you switch the slide, and it says the outro. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like, all right, I, this has been long enough. Let's wrap this bullshit up. Let's We're move on. Like an hour and a half with. There no one's it is. Listening to this. Exactly. <laughs> hey, it's over. Hey. Boppity boopy. So, Jason, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that uh, Donald Trump would not sell as a human handbag because he's too orange. <laughs> but crocodiles, maybe. Right. Uh, we also learned that you have, you have the best joke of the podcast of all time <laughs> in 102 <laughs> episodes now. Uh, about an AI robot beecher. <laughs> Exactly. Is that going to be the name of the podcast? AI Robot Beecher? I don't see why not. We're going to have to put the Beecher tag on this one. <laughs> we learned that the Dixie Chicks were a thing, but now they're just the chicks. We learned that Pakistani pilots uh, 
Two out of three Pakistani pilots recommend crashing into a mountain, is what I meant to say. Wouldn't it be one out of three? Two out of three would be like, no, let's not crash into that mountain. Oh, right, right, And the other one would be like, I don't know how this works. Correct. (laughs) So do you think the Dixie Chicks are going to have to change their name again? Because, like, Chicks is kind of derogatory. (laughs) Do they just be called the, the Hicks? Take the C off? They'll just be called the Women. (laughs) <laughs> and I think at that point you're just four non-blondes right <laughs> that, that would be a good name four non-blondes yeah. uh, and every... I said hey yeah yeah okay sorry four non-blondes uh, and we learned that France might make it illegal to kill nature so and so that, so that centipede I just stomped <laughs> may, may get me in trouble with the French <laughs> I love how this podcast has turned into kind of a nature show <laughs> like Professor Graham stomp 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 what a beautiful creature <laughs> it was not a beautiful creature and it's very disconcerting to have something like suddenly be on your arm and you don't know like whoa, ugh. I, I think you reacted better than I would have <laughs> well I didn't know what it was until I finally like looked at the ground and saw it like scurrying around I was like oh that was on me that's what she said. And this hour has been an hour and 32 minutes. Oh, good lord. For COVID, we should all drink bleach. He couldn't even be impeached. Liptards really hate free speech. Those, Those were the days. Keep America great. Great, Archie. Again. <laughs>